As a child, did you know what you wanted to do when you grew up and where did your interest in fashion come from? Um, I've always been interested in fashion as far back as I can remember. It's not something I'm particularly proud of, um, probably because we'd all like to have more intellectual um, aims in life, but um, yeah, I was quite obsessive and it wasn't just, oh, I need this type of, I need jeans or I need this or I need that. It was very specific. So. If I wanted, if I was nagging my dad for some jeans, it would be the brand, the cut of the leg, very, very specific. Um, and yeah, I was really, really obsessive. And uh, my my mum actually dressed me beautifully. I, I had I had really beautiful clothes, probably quite expensive, but I hated them. I mean, I, I hated what she dressed me in. It wasn't like I was being asked, "Do you want to wear this?" Um, and you know everything that I wanted she said oh it's common and all I really want well I was I felt like I was crying out to be me from a very early age probably because um, you know when you're kids adults don't listen to you or when they're talking to you they're talking at you and I, I just felt I just felt like nothing and all I wanted was a six million dollar man black v-neck sweater I thought that you know that would make me really cool um, so I was itching to get a Saturday job and as soon as I can um, as soon as I could, I got a Saturday job and I lied about my age, I was 15. Um, and it meant that I could buy cool clothes. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know why, but as far back as I can remember, I was really obsessed by clothes, but very much about, um, I didn't want to wear that, I had to wear that. <laughs> um, so when did you get into PR and what made you identify with that side of the industry as something you wanted to go into? Well, um, PR is a really weird thing because a lot, a lot of people don't understand what it is and it's the sort of thing where if you tell your family that you work in PR, they, they don't know what it is. And um, I think when I got into it, I, didn't know what, I still didn't know what it was, but I knew it's what I wanted to do, which sounds strange, but I went to work for Browns for six years as a buyer. Um, and it was incredible because you're at the complete epicentre of the industry. I mean, before I worked at Browns, the only thing I knew about fashion was you know, I bought ID magazine religiously and I, I kind of agonised over it, but I was very intimidated by it. And I think having worked at Browns, you, at a very, very fast rate, you were picking up on fashion and eating up facts and information and, and you were meeting stylists, people who were coming in to borrow stuff for shoots and you were looking in magazines and you could see things that you'd maybe advise them to put in their shoot. You met journalists. You really under, got a good understanding of how the industry worked. It was incredible. And during that period, I went to work at um, Comme de Garçon for a year because Browns owned the Comme de, Gar de Garçon store back then. Um, and that was an incredible discipline. I found the customers really interesting there, you know, um, no disrespect to customers at Browns, but, you know, at Comme de Garçon, I was very aware that, you know, there were a lot of advertising people coming in. Didn't really knew what they did, but it, they were interesting. And there was painters, e even poets. It, it was quite fascinating. Then I decided that I wanted to work for Marisha Wojnietzka, who um, was the really hot PR at the time. Um, she started her business when she was 22. She worked with Vivian Westwood. And she had this incredible energy. I'd heard great things about her. And I didn't even know what PR was. Never met her before. I'd heard about her. And I just knew I had to work yeah. for her. So could you tell me a little bit about your clients, who they are and where you intend to take them? Well, um, I work with um, Roxanda Ilinchich. Gareth Pugh and, Hen and House of Holland, Henry Holland. Um, those are the, the three main fashion clients that I've worked with fr from the beginning, from when they started. 
I've got really nice, you know, very close relationship with them. We work incredibly closely. We probably speak on the phone at least three times a day. Um, and they've all reached a fantastic level um, where I can challenge myself with the strategy where I'm going to take them now. And we also work with a Brazilian footwear company called Melissa who specialise in the plastic shoes and they do really exciting collaborations. The most recent have been Vivian Westwood and um, Zaha Hadid and there's a lot of exciting coming up and they fit in really well. Mm. And we've worked with Katie Grand for 10 years. We did, um, we helped her with Pop Magazine. Um, we look after her personal press. And um, now we're part of Love Magazine. So um, that's been fantastic. And it's really interesting working with Katie because she's one of these people that have almost defined my own tastes mm. before I met her. So it, it's, it's great working with her now. I really love that. Um, and then we work with Pony Step. Richard Mortimer, who runs it, um, you know, I helped him launch Boombox. He's a very good friend of mine, and um, he's got so many great ideas. And we just feel, you know, I just feel like he's come so far, and I, I went on that journey with him. Mm. Um, and we also work with Bistratech, and um, that's a restaurant, art space, and um, cabaret bar in um, the East End. And all, all these clients, you know, a lot of them are based East. And, you know, even Love Magazine is in Clerkenwell Road now. Um, and everyone's, you know, everyone knows each other. Um, and I quite like it when the clients meet each other through me or they do a collaboration through me. What do you think it is about your company that makes you different? And is it important to you that you are different from other PR companies? Um, I think, uh, yes, I, I would say that's, that's a really good question. Um, I think um, if I thought that I was like, you know, not, ev not, uh, not another PR company, but PR companies, fashion PR companies, I, I wouldn't be motivated. And I think that I am very aware at every moment of every day of what we've got that's a unique quality, and that is a bespoke service, having this very, very close um, relationship with the clients, um, and just being so focused. I mean, that focus is crucial. You know, if we if we do something that isn't really what the client is working with us for, if we water it in any way, I kind of get really depressed. You know, when I'm doing what I set out to do, I really love it, and, and I'm very happy doing it. And I remember when I was in the old office in Shoreditch Town Hall. I remember there was the, it was just a defining moment. You were there. Sorry, yeah, I, I was there for two years about eight years ago. And I just remember um, Laurie Goldstein was doing this shoot in New York for Italian Vogue. And you know, these style, that's how a lot of the British designers get in these magazines because for advertising, they can't use the clothing. They sometimes do, but they can't really. Um, and in a recession, they have to be stricter than ever really with the advertisers. But with England, they could, they could use all this great talent in the accessories. So you could slip your clients in in that route, but you always send clothes as well because, you know, you never know. Um, and I remember once we sent all this stuff to Laurie Goldstein. And, you know, that is what is it all about? It's about getting your clothes in W Magazine. It's about getting your clothes in Italian Vogue. It's about international glamour, you know. So I think we sent all this stuff to her and I just looked around the office and there was nothing left. We'd literally packed up everything. And I just said to the guys that I was working with, oh, well, we don't really need to come in this week. You know, because that actually was a very good investment of time. 
you know, it's a fantastic use of our samples. It, it, you know, by the law of averages, she's going to use a lot. <laughs> and, she, you know, she, she actually did use a lot. But, and, and it's exciting waiting to find out what they have used. But if you give yourself every chance that they're going to use it, it's, it's a good feeling. You're on track. That's exactly what, you know, when I, even when we were packing up these boxes, that is exactly why I started business. And I'm doing it. I'm sending something to a stylist that I really love and respect. And we're sending on a shoot that we really want to be in. And, um, and nothing else mattered. Um, you seem to manage quite a high volume of work yourself. What's your work ethic and how do you cope um, with it all? Well, as I said, you know, I'm very good at going the, wrong w the long way around when I do something. Um, and I'm very meticulous about detail. Like, I waste time on detail, you know. Um, you know, I, I, I can't stand the idea of reaching a deadline and, and handing something in that isn't beautifully done. So, so it is a bit agonising the way I approach it. Um, what time did your day start? Well, uh, actually, what, what I, I have a joke with Gareth Pugh about it. We, we call it the egg timer thing. Um, and I don't actually have a telephone in the office because I haven't got time to talk to people. I, you know, I, all the fashion editors have my mobile number, but you know, if I start having a telecom conversations, it just isn't a good management of my time. So um, I tend to start really early and I like to get you know, a, a good two big chunks of work done by 10 o'clock in the morning and then I can relax for a little bit. Um, and, and I feel good for the day and, and I feel ahead of the game. It's all about being ahead of the game. I think when I started my business, I used to, I used to stay late, late at night um, and you feel grotesque and dirty. And, but to start fresh in the morning, um, and I have these lists and, you know, they're like 42 pages long. Oh and, but, but it's all about the top 10. And throughout the day, this top 10 is juggled around. And I love it when I highlight something because I've done it. Um, but handwritten list? No, on the computer, on my desktop. Um, but yeah, it's, this, it's all about this list. And I'm so meticulous with my time, really. You know, it's, but, 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 you know, when I do go out to a meeting, it's very leisurely because I've got all this work done in the morning. So, so I, kind of, I kind of have a nice balance, actually. And the weekends are free? Uh, well, I usually go into a coma and if I'm lucky I'll wake up by Monday morning. <laughs>